this is this, this is like the highlight of my chill at home day. <laughs> <laughs> We're so sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. I feel like no, I'm, I'm no, just bar said very high now. Yeah, we yeah, have to. We have to awesome. do it. Welcome to Rated NA, the podcast for the website nerdappropriate.com. This is episode number 247, and uh, I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Scott. And I'm Ash. And, uh, and I'm... Go! <laughs> I talked over it. I was going to introduce you. you. Did. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to say hello. You can say it. It's you perfect. You can do it. Yes. Do it. Okay. And I'm Hannah Tell. Oh, Yay! You did it. Perfect. <laughs> Welcome back. This is round three for you, Hannah. Thank you so much for having me back again. I love talking with you guys. Oh, good. Once you're in the three timers club, that means you're you're like part of our clan. You'll never escape. So uh, we're wow. sorry ahead of time. But but welcome to the clan. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad to be to have been indoctrinated. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very exclusive club. I think it's uh it's now Hannah Tell. I think it's Ashley Birch is in this yeah, club. Yeah, she's in the three timers club. Sure. Uh, Allie is Allie Hillis in this club too? She, she is. Yeah. Okay, I can't, I can't think of anyone else, but I think uh, I think that's Alec it. So Baldwin. it's a small club. <laughs> it's not Alec Baldwin. Steve Martin. I think you're thinking no. about you're thinking about Saturday Night Live. Oh, shit. oh yeah. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. That's a different thing altogether. So, Scott, what's on the show this week? Okay, so this week we're talking to Hannah Tell. And, <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's all we're going to do all that's week. Pretty much, yeah. She, Hannah, you have a new album out, so we're going we're gonna to talk about that uh, this oh, week. Oh, gosh. I know. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I, I wasn't able to go to uh, Comic-Con, but when I went and listened to the interview that you did with Matt Nash, um, I heard that the album was coming out, and I got really excited, and I was like, yes, let's do this let's talk about it now that the album is here and we can uh we can talk about it so that's what we're going to do on this episode um before we get to that well i guess we'll try to do very quickly what we always do on the show which is what everybody is up to so why don't we just go through and go to matt hi hey what's I'm up matt. i'm so How's totally unprepared for this <laughs> <laughs> me too man I, i'm I telling you remember what i'm telling is. you i thought this is what we were doing all day so this is this, this is, is the best this, this is, is great the first for me. time we've really done this format so why not <laughs> yeah sure no let's let's roll with it uh yeah man um not a ton you fall tv and stuff is back and uh yeah i started picked up a really trashy game on my phone <laughs> that i've been playing uh, oh, yeah. I shouldn't call it trashy. I'm sure many people worked hard on it, but have you guys played that Marvel Champions game? I did actually play it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's not too trashy. It's all no, right. I mean it's like an energy like any game that has like a thing where it's like pay ninety nine dollars and get five thousand gems. I'm like okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> like, these better be real gems, damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. <laughs> So uh, that a little bit, and then man, what else? Oh, I was in Florida. I saw Ash in person for a very short. Yeah, man. That's always we got, weird. Uh, we got some meat together. That was great. We did. <laughs> yeah. You brought we your did. child. I brought my temporary child. I was I was taking care of my nephew and my niece, and I took my nephew there, and he did not like Ash at all. For no. A solid. Most kids don't. Minutes. Most kids That's... don't like me initially and then I, I grow on them like a like a hideous wart like yeah, a fungus yeah. he doesn't yeah. like anybody for the first 30 minutes if it makes you feel any better so it worked out 
man, yeah, I don't know. Traveled a little bit. I haven't been reading. I feel I, I've been wanting to read lately. I don't know if you guys get through those phases. Yes. At all. Yeah. Like every once in a while, like if you haven't read in a while, and then you're like, man, I haven't read anything in in like months. It feels like, and then I feel like a bummer. Like I feel like such a a letdown <laughs> to myself oh. or something. No, I mean like not in a bad way, but just kind of like you're like I should be smarter <laughs> and read things. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i gotta pick up something and, and read something the new uh the new expanse is out soon but I'll, I'll do something between those two i've got a bunch of books that I, I need to like paper books that melissa's gotten me that i should read so something like that this is real impromptu i don't know that's all i got <laughs> that's pretty right. good i think i have even less how so. about you go ahead then ash what do you, what have you got well, uh, so, you know, most, most of our listeners know I have a, a relative newborn. He's about five months now, and he's going through what they call sleep regression, which means that I don't ever sleep right now. <laughs> oh, no. So I know. So I'm basically like the living dead uh, th- these past couple weeks because he's not sleeping. So that's that's no fun. But I have uh, been playing some games. I'm still playing uh, Headlander on uh, Steam, which oh, is yeah. a lot of fun. You're into oh, cool. the sort of retro future. You, did you ever get to talk platforms? about that? I never really did like a proper review because yeah. I wanted to get deeper into it. But honestly, like I have maybe like a half an hour to game a day right now, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. super sad. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 I remember those me, days. Yeah. For me, it's like, that's rough. Cause that's how I stay sane. So I'm yes. slowly going insane. Yes. But, uh, I, I played a little bit of that and I played, uh, just to get ready for gears of war four. I played the old, um, the old gears of war the other day, just to kind of like, you know, to, to feel it. The feel it, which was fun, and let's see, I did watch some of the new fall TV. I watched the first two seasons of the new season of Shield, which is good. Yeah. I like I like the Ghost Rider stuff, and I think mm-hmm. Ghost Rider looks really cool. Yeah, I'm digging. And it. I, also, I watched it too. You liked it? Yeah, I'm yeah. Liked it. There's still some of their like. Sometimes the writing feels very network soap opera or something. I don't really know. Like some some of it feels a little forced, but I like yeah. what they're doing with the characters, and I like bringing in Ghost Rider, so that's cool. Cool. It's really cool. And then um, I also watched the first couple episodes of Scream Queens, which is the, still the strangest damn show I've ever seen. But I absolutely <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. The I think the season two premiere had one of the most vulgar lines on network TV that I've ever heard uttered. Like, really? and I I'm, was so happy that it was actually in there. I'm not going to repeat it because it's actually really bad. But um, but it was it was really really funny. Uh. Let's see. Other than that, just kind of hanging out. Let's actually let's see what Hannah's been up to. Um. Well, you guys are the first people that I've interacted with today that wasn't a Thai delivery person. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right. Good about that. What'd you order? Have, um. Okay. Well, it's actually got a really cool name. It's called Magic String Beans. What? <laughs> that sounds Whoa. great. It's basically just like green beans and tofu and stuff. That's but wonderful. yeah, I'm just like having a seclusion day because I I was up for uh, like almost three days straight, <laughs> so I had wow. to kind of like, t- you know, I was traveling and then we were doing that live stream um, for episode two. Yes. And I'm like the type of person where if I have to do something, I just go and go and go until at top speed and then crash for like a couple of days and then started the cycle all over again. So. Mm, absolutely. So you were out at uh, square, right? Square. Yes. So that's so exciting. 
It was fun. It was really it's much more was... exciting than like our stories of like, well, I <laughs> ate some food and watched some uh, <laughs> some network TV. <laughs> like, like I was live streaming with Square Enix. Oh, yeah, it's a little, it's <laughs> a little bit more glamorous. Well, that was just one day out of the week. Like, oh, okay. n- now I'm back to like not talking to anyone in person. So, <laughs> it's, all, so it's all good. That's awesome. Um, it is good. Well, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're hanging out with us. Uh, Thank ver- you. Yeah, very quickly, I'll just talk about what I've been up to. I'm two episodes away from finishing Jessica Jones. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. Just in yeah. time for Luke Cage on Friday. Yeah, just in time for Luke Cage. I'm. I really like the show. Um, I have questions, and I don't know if it's too <laughs> early to ask them, just because I, you know, it's two episodes left. Yeah. But the day uh, you I don't... watch a Marvel show and don't have questions, Scott, I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah, well, Scott's I mean, like, why, I'll start is, weeping. why does this guy fly? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I you know, this makes I, no sense. I don't know what the deal is with the uh, the the '90s the '90s cop guy, you know, with the, the ni- uh, oh, well, he's a character, yeah. The boyfriend, okay, that's good to know. The and, blonde's um, boyfriend or the blonde's non-boyfriend boyfriend? Yeah, but he he kind of has like a very like '90s like if he was uh you yeah. know one of the Terminators and like T2 like I would have bought that. He is legitimately he's legitimately one of the more '90s comic book characters in general. Oh, so. oh, okay. Well, that his makes perfect is, sense. His name is Nuke, I believe, right, Ash? Am I, if yeah, I'm correct? Nuke. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. And then um. I am currently reviewing a game called The Final Station, which I think was a PC game, but is now on Xbox. So uh, almost through that, and I'll talk about it next week. And then, you know, Fall TV is very exciting. And uh, I've been I've been listening to an album called Hollow Glow. Have you guys heard of? Uh... <laughs> I have I have heard this album. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. So, <laughs> wow. I think we're I think we're about to talk about it at length. So, oh, okay, fantastic. Well, that's I mean that's pretty much been my week. I've been uh, very very busy with other non fun things otherwise. So, oh, I went to I went to DC last week for work, but I brought my my family along and it was really nice. We went to the uh, Natural History Museum and the zoo, which awesome. is really wow. cool. So, yeah, that's it was exciting. it was really fun. We saw we saw pandas and elephants and uh, that it zoo was uh, killer, man. I love that zoo. Yeah, it's it's really nice. For some reason, I didn't realize that the zoo was free in addition to all the yeah. you know the indoor museums. So. City's the greatest. Everything's yeah. free. Yeah, it's pretty cool, <laughs> except the cab rides. You know, but nope, um, those are expensive. Yes, very much so. But uh, not having to pay at the uh, at the museum is nice. So that's yeah. kind of all works out. But that was uh, that was last week, and I'm happy to be back and talking with with you guys and getting back to to doing this. So there you go. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, why don't we take a a quick break and then come back and talk to Hannah at length? Yes. Let's do it. So we are back with Hannah Tell, and we did something different this time. Um, we actually went to Reddit, where there is a, a big Life is Strange and, and Hannah Tell uh, community there, and we asked a bunch of questions, or asked them to give us questions uh, for Hannah, and we got a lot of a lot, a lot of really great ones. Um, it was like in the top like 
four or three uh, on the Life is Strange Reddit for like a couple days. And I was just like, hey, Hannah, tell us coming on the show. Do you have any questions? And it just blew up. And we got a ton of them. So we have a number of the questions here. And we are going to give shout outs to all of the, the folks that uh, provided the questions. So thank you to the Life is Strange uh, Reddit community for these questions. Yeah. Thank you are you ready? So much. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, pretty I'm cool. Ready. That's pretty <laughs> really so cool. we're going to we're going to kick things off with uh, talking about your new album. So your your new album just dropped uh, what last week or this week? Um, I think it was last two, last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Okay. So it dropped yeah. last Wednesday. Currently available on Bandcamp, iTunes and uh, Spotify. And you can pick it up now. So definitely pick it up because it's great. But the first question is from uh, Reddit and it's from Israel Blarg and uh, Israel asks uh, how long did it take to put Hollow Glow the whole album together so how long was I guess the also the writing process and the recording process together wow um, well a lot of these songs I had started writing like three four years ago and um, I just was writing for fun because it was exciting to have a new hobby um, that like allowed me to express myself so cut to uh, November of 2014, I met um, a new guitar teacher and he and I started working together and I played in my songs and so he was like, well you should record your songs and I was like, I've always wanted to do that but I'm, I don't know how to use the computer, <laughs> <laughs> which is seriously true you guys, I can't, it's really hard for me and I, it's like something I... I'm very sad about. I really want to get better with the computer. But anyway, so uh, we started recording them, and um, I'd say all in all, it took us like a year and a half. Um, we had a really long mixing process because I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't find like peace with it being finished. So I was tweaking stuff. It, it felt like it was never going to be finished, but then finally, right. it's done. <laughs> very so, nice. Scott, you want to ask the next one? Yeah, well, I was actually, uh, I think you kind of answered my question, which was what I was thinking was, you know, were you working on these songs over time? Because a lot of times, like, you know, the first album for anybody is usually like, oh, this is stuff that I've been writing for like a really long time and waiting to get enough of it together to put out an album. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's really cool. That uh, Israel also goes on to ask, uh, you know, did you did you write every song by yourself? Did you have a writing partner? And how... How tough was that process to go through as you were trying to like compose all these different songs with the lyrics and everything? Um, well, okay, it's kind of a this is kind of a long, complicated answer. So all of the lyrics on the album I wrote. Um, the song "Freeway" is a song by my guitar teacher and producer. It's it's his song. I heard him play it at this uh, acoustic solo show, and I was like, oh my gosh, I love that song. Will you record? It for me so I can listen to it all the time and then he just gave it to me to sing on the album. Oh, that's like, awesome. Like the, the greatest gift anybody's ever, it was really special to me. Um, so yeah, I'd never really written with anybody before, um, so it was really exciting to uh, to have someone that would um, want to share, you know, a song with me. Um, most of the songs I had written, like I said, three or four years ago, and then um, I brought them, showed him, you know, it's just me and the guitar playing them. So we figured out how to add in other instruments and like flesh them out um, to be for a full band, like arranging them for, you know, strings and everything, which was so exciting. Uh, and then um, 
Ben and I wrote Never Done, Sunrise. Um, we wrote those together, uh, where I wrote the lyrics, and then we would write the vocal melodies together, and um, he would mostly do the music. And let's see, I think that's it. Oh, yeah, we wrote the, we would write, like, for Hurricanes, we wrote the chorus of Hurricanes together. The verse was something that I had come up with, like, years ago. And, uh, yeah, it was, like, it was a really amazing thing for me because I would have, I had all these um, ideas, and I didn't even know if they were any good or not. I just played him everything that I had, and he, and he was like, oh, that's great. Like, let's, let's work on this. So, um, oh, that's it really was awesome. really special to have is great. someone help. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it yeah, sounds like you had a really great relationship with him. That's really important, you know? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, then, the, like, Hollow Glow and In My Mind, it, like, the, the rest of those songs were I brought to him finished and, you know. But, yeah, I, w- I, w- I would like to write again with him. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that's that's, cool. that's really awesome. Uh, Israel's last question is, what are your what are your future plans for more music? Oh, well, I'm just writing more songs already. Like, it's just something that I do, like, daily, like, thinking up little weird uh, words that sound cool together and then, like, little fine vocal melodies will just, like, come to me because I'm, um, like, feeling a certain emotion or something. And uh, it's just, like, something I kind of do to keep myself from going crazy. So I'm, like, constantly writing. So hopefully after I get everything finished with this, I'm going to start officially uh recording demos for the next one <laughs> that's Exciting. awesome that's great. you you said um so you you've only been playing guitar for a short time right yeah kind of like I, I had to learn for a movie um to play this part of the lead singer um guitar so this kind of a punk rock band mm-hmm. and that that was back in 2010 and uh in 2011 i started really getting into writing like my own silly little songs um and but i didn't start officially taking like lessons until 2014 um so it's like on and off i guess yeah was that and was that your first entrance i I remember we talked about the harp before so was it were you playing anything else before the guitar or Mm -hmm. i played um the flute in middle school and uh i played the harp and i studied a little bit of harp in college that's awesome is did you um I didn't. I didn't hear a lot of harp. Did you play any any flute or additional harp on the on the album, or is it just mostly guitar? <laughs> There's no harp on the album. Oh, there I thought was, there, I thought there was harp there, in um, Hollow Glow. It sounded like there could have been. There was in the music video, and then oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. took it out for the uh, for the album. Okay, um, that's what I heard. Then that's cool. Okay. And then there there is flute on the album. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it so, your flute? It's me. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> And it's really, it sounds like vaguely out of tune, um, because it probably is. But I don't know. It was the, it's like on that song, Rather Be Alone. I wrote that song. That was actually the first song I ever wrote. Oh my um, gosh. I really like that song. Really? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my I really gosh. like, I really like the melody in that song. I think that's a really great song. That's super cool. Thank you. It was the first song I ever wrote, like beginning to end. And, um, where I felt like, oh, it's, it's, it's finished. <laughs> and then it was like, I told Ben that I could play the flute, and he was like, "Why don't you play the flute on this song?" I was like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> so I, we worked out now, and it was so fun. That's amazing. That's we 
we've we've had a little flute on our when when Matt and I were playing. Matt's wife plays the the flute. Yeah. So oh, wow. We we made her do that as well on the on one of the. It was a flute um, solo, in fact. Yeah, it was a flute solo. It was, it was amazing. So no no That's shame there. Yeah. It's Flutes super are awesome. Rad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, Shalubo. Oh, this is a tough question, but uh, the question yeah. is. Do you, do you have a favorite song on the album? Yes. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and it changes all the time because, like, I'll, I'll fall in love with with the feeling behind a, cert, a certain song and I'll just be obsessed and want to play that song constantly because it mm-hmm. feels good to, like, live out that uh, emotion. Um, so it, my favorite song is on the album is Winter Code. Oh, awesome. That's very dreamy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you do the same thing, you guys, and all all of you actually. Like when I when I listen to an album, I tend to kind of like jump onto a, a handful of songs, and then as I listen to it more, I kind of get into other songs over time. You yes, know, kind of like exactly. it I love yeah. that. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, I'll love yeah. like yeah. four songs and play those four songs like over and over, and then eventually it'll like leak on over to the rest. Yes, and then you find like four other songs or something like that, and then right, you kind of right. just like you kind of grow with the album, which is uh, really exciting. Yeah, so I feel like I'm yeah. I feel like I'm doing that with with uh, your album, Hannah, as well. So that's that's really exciting. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, so this question is from Bean on Reddit, and Bean, I'll read the whole thing because it's actually very sweet, and I think you'll like it. Um, Bean says, "Thanks for doing this. Uh, I've been listening to Hollow Glow nonstop from the day it came out, and it's so fantastically great and one of my favorites in 2016. I can hear some Chris Cornell in some of your songwriting. Is this just my vivid imagination linking two artists I adore together, or is he someone whose music you appreciate as a songwriter? And for our listeners who don't know who Chris Cornell is, he is from Soundgarden. Correct. Oh wow, that's awesome." Um, I, I would have never put those, th- I would have never thought of that comparison, but that makes me feel so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, wow. Uh, I, I, so I not on purpose. <laughs> not, not, not on purpose, but I, I mean, I listened, I've listened to his music a lot growing up and I think he's awesome. He's got such an incredible voice and, um, that's really cool that, that I like that because it makes me feel like there's uh, some rock and roll <laughs> in there. I would actually, and I'm not saying this till, as a joke, I would love to hear you do like a cover of Black Hole Sun. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, I would love to do it. Wouldn't that be I've, so cool? Like, in, like a dreamy, that'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 Like a really Whoa. like... <laughs> I'm going to do would, it. That would totally yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, do it, please. I would love to hear it. That'd be incredible. That was a good question. Thanks, yeah. Bean, on Reddit. Maybe maybe in the in the broader sense of the question we could ask you like where where do you take your inspiration from for the songs and are there you know whether they be musical influencers or something else but where do you where do you find the inspiration for for playing and writing music um i think sometimes uh sometimes it's definitely um from i'll hear a song that really moves me and then um I'll, I'll just start thinking about it. I know that there's, I think that I get a lot of inspiration for the way my lyrics are structured um, from like Sufjan Stevens and the magnetic fields and Bell and Sebastian, like really wordy, um, mm. a lot of like alliterative uh, sentences. So I, I really, I'm really, really into lyrics. And um, I think that that's like the most important part of this, of the songwriting process for me. And that's like, just thinking of words 
normally how my songs start. Um, but uh, also just um, going about life and the get, getting hurt, I guess. Um, I think uh, sometimes I think I almost like let myself get into situations where they're gonna like have a, a painful outcome, and I, I I do it because it it's almost like I know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it because I just want to like have some intense feeling. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's not healthy, oh. but um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then something comes out of there. Like I don't know. It, it's kind of an intangible process, but I I just usually I get my heart broken. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's it's really it's really interesting that you say that because I like I listened to your album a couple of times. And then when, you know, I was like ready to play something else because I was driving in the car or whatever. And the next thing I put on was like Elliot Smith, just because that felt like it was wow. a it was a good place to go to afterwards. So I feel like I don't I don't know, you know, precisely what the connection is, but something in listening to your album like made me choose that as the next, you know, artist to listen to. So I feel like when you're talking about just having like very intense uh, life experiences and being very like sort of um lyrically dense with your with your music i feel like that's a possible connection there and maybe why why in my you know in my mind subconsciously i wanted to go to that place which i think is really cool so i'm glad well, you know and i think what makes music i think that's really beautiful to in, in a sense because what makes music like truly re-listenable is when it comes from something deeper than just like a momentary thought or feeling or something you know like when you write when you're writing from experiences and like actually putting some sort of honesty into the music that's to me like what makes a good song that's that's what like differentiates between you know one person playing a song about something that they didn't truly experience or truly feel and and another person who is playing something that kind of comes from somewhere deeper usually tends to make an album that much more like re-listenable and kind of have a staying power if that makes sense oh wow i I can't believe that you just said that about Elliot Smith. <laughs> he is, he is, oh, no, he is, oh gosh, I love him so much. I know there's yeah. a lot of, you can't, you can't bring his name up without having lots of feelings. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry I did that, but it was, I mean, it was something that I actually did. So it's. Oh no, don't um, be sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. question comes from real muterol mm-hmm. and uh they want to know if you have any plans to tour now that the album has been released i don't i i want to um i don't I feel like there's a... a lot of demand for this right now Re- really <laughs> <laughs> i mean at I... least i i've seen a couple of I, i've seen this question come up a couple of times at least you know I want to. I, you know, I just you know where don't know how. Lose their minds. If you played at like a PAX. like a PAX, like a nerd convention or something, or like 
played during E3 or PAX at a club or something, it would it would pack out in like five seconds. <laughs> Whoa, I would love. I mean, I don't. I just don't know how to like go about. Do, you know how? You know what I mean? It's. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't right. know. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems. It's definitely my dream to go on to have like a an actual band and go on tour. Like that's mm-hmm. it. But it just seems like so far off. I I wouldn't even know how to start. But I, hopefully, hopefully one day. Yeah. Awesome. Are you planning to play out more around LA, or, or how's that going? Yeah, I, I well, like you guys know that the show I, I like had a rough experience with mm-hmm. with my my first show with the live band, and I haven't really played um, since then. But I I think I'm gonna start playing some like solo again, awesome. and That's then like, gradually maybe maybe work in another player like another guitarist and try it again because i i do i do want to play in front of people again i'm just i mean i have really bad stage fright and it's yeah. like something i thought that i had gotten over um but it's like a real problem and it's also like a problem in acting too like just like performance anxiety so i'm i think i just have to like work through some stuff and yeah. <laughs> have you That's have hard. you <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this last... I know we talked about stage fright a little, because I think I said that I also get stage fright and have gotten mm-hmm. it all through music um, and would basically just get sick before the show and then just get up and play and there's kind of no real way around it. But but mm-hmm. um, did we talk about a book? I, I recommended this one to Scott, too. I think he read it. But did we talk about uh, The Art of War? Or the War of Art, rather. Sorry. The, the, I think the War that of you Art. did mention that, and I was like, "Oh, I need to read that because I'd I've heard that before, but I, <laughs> I never did." I'm yeah. Sorry. Oh no, that's fine. I could. <laughs> I'll give you. If I'll I give you a pro tip. It. It's it's on audiobook. That yeah. if that makes it easier. The that's how I was really able great. to. That's why yeah. I listened to it too. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I have a problem like physically reading anything that's not fiction. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Audiobook is perfect you. for that. The audiobook yeah. is really great. But they just he talks about this stuff really in depth and it's it's really kind of amazing. I can't recommend it enough cuz it it kind of just tears it down to such like a very uh I guess toppable thing or like thing that you could, conquerable thing mm-hmm. like at the end of the day when Whoa. when he's like this is what it is and you're like oh that is totally what it is and this is how you get over it which is really just like doing like trusting your gut and kind of going with it so so but yeah definitely like i recommend reading that but yeah i i I think we all to an extent and and i especially understand the notion of like letting stage fright and kind of fear of that because it's not even necessarily the getting up and playing in in that moment it's it's like the hours leading up or the days leading up to the performance that you kind of work yourself into this this yeah. kind of terrible place before you like even a get frenzy a frenzy or play. something. Yeah, I yeah. used to be. Yeah. I used to be terrified to get in front of people that I would shake, and then I became a teacher, and that quickly went away. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, wow. didn't, I didn't. I didn't have much of an option. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, it's crazy. But I think everybody has it to a degree. It's hard. It's hard to get up there and expose yourself in in any way, especially to strangers. You know. Yeah, for me, it's like the the aftermath is really heavy like um well the whole the whole the whole part the whole thing is awful and then like sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's like really it feels really amazing um uh, like being like if i can break through the fear like it's like ecstasy or something the feeling yeah. of, of, right. of, of not being inhibited by that that oh, yeah. awful feeling but then the aftermath is like 
the the overanalyzation, like the yeah. did this happen here? What happened there? Yeah. And then I did this wrong, and <laughs> it's like shame cycling. But you know, what 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 you gonna do? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the thing that's the thing that's good about that is that you are usually the only person that hears your mistakes, like on stage. Like people in the audience tend not to notice the things that you you know notice with like laser vision, I guess, because. Uh, you know, we would go through the same thing, and you know, if you watched us on stage, we would be, we would look at each other occasionally if something went wrong. But then you would ask somebody afterwards, like, "Oh, I can't believe that," and they'd be like, "I didn't hear it," you know. So yeah, yeah. I think we came up with the rule of just like, no matter what happens, you just keep keep going. playing. Like you never yeah. make it look like you made a mistake because that's when people notice is when you react to the mistake you made. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the worst, like my favorite story to tell because it's it's like to me it was the unexpected worst thing that ever happened to us as a band like we cleared rooms and had no one show up and like there was plenty of times where we we had what would everybody else would probably consider a terrible show we had a flood break out in the middle of a show in dc right do you remember that scott was or we weren't playing but the flood was like right after we finished in dc or something like that the yeah it was in that small venue with the upstairs right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but the worst show we ever, ever, ever had, the one that was like the most soul shattering was we played a show to like a packed room in North Carolina and no one reacted. Like they didn't, oh, no. they didn't talk during our set. They didn't, they didn't clap. They didn't like boo. They did, they did literally nothing. I've never played a show <laughs> where people just stare at you blankly for like 40 minutes and then you finish and they make no move to do anything. And then like, you're just kind of like, okay, I don't know what to do with this information. And it was like, nothing has ever shaken me so much as that one show experience did where like, I was like, then, then just complete indifference. Yeah. It was oh. so yeah. weird. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the worst. You can do it. I believe in you. Yes. Yes. We all do. We all yeah. Do. We'll have to, we'll have to, uh, I don't know. Maybe we can help you play somewhere at some event or something. That oh, would be, be fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would be great. I have ideas, but, um, Oh, I think Scott's we, got ideas. You want to yeah. shift gears? Do some yeah, well, like strange stuff. I can look here. Here's what I'm going to do to help us shift okay. gears. Uh, of okay. course, you know our uh, Reddit Reddit folks had uh, questions about life is strange, and maybe to get from music to talking about games a little bit. Uh, the question that I had was, um, you know, since you do uh, music and acting, is there something that you've taken from one that you've, you know, a lesson learned in one area that you've used in another? So has like. Uh, something in acting taught you something about playing music or something about playing music helped you do something in acting or um you know one way or the other yeah absolutely for me they're they're um very much intertwined um i think that the the i think that i wasn't there was something in acting that i wasn't getting which was like creative control um so having that experiencing that feeling of being able to express myself without a director or being hired or auditioning um, was really freeing for me and uh, I finally got to get emotions out that I, I was never able to get out on my own terms before and it was so it was like very 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 healing and then um, I took that kind of freedom that I experienced back with me into acting I had like hit a hit a point in acting where I kind of hated it um, and so I, I felt like getting to play music breathed new life into me and so when I went back to acting I wasn't just another desperate it wasn't just like another desperate audition or another like mm-hmm. oh god is this the last thing I'm ever going to get because mm-hmm. um, I felt like I had something that couldn't they couldn't take away from me from music 
Yeah. Um, so it, it was really beneficial. And then I think, you know, being an overly expressive, dramatic, intense, the emotional person is helpful for me in music because it's it's like where I where I write from and <clears throat> where I perform from. So it's uh, yeah, they're very closely um, knit together for me. That's amazing. It's like this deeply personal experience. It's like you on an album, and then you share it with the entire world, and you're like, here, right. here yeah. I am. You know? Yeah, I'm kind <laughs> of jealous. Really... I mean, that seems like the ultimate outlet. Like I don't, on, I honestly don't have anything that lets me get out that sort of feeling and that sort of emotion. So congratulations. It's like, a, you know, you have this thing that you've, you've made that's like, that's helped you. And it's also something that exists in the world now. So congratulations. Wow. Thanks. I know. I didn't really think of it like that. <laughs> that yeah. That's really cool. Thank yeah. you. I, th- I think Absolutely. we can start a, we should just start a new band right here for Ash to be, to be a part of this, you know, to, Man, to I've yeah. been trying to be in bands for 20 years and no one will ever take me. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'll do anything, guys. They're like, just get out of here. Oh my gosh, like, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have to solve some problems after this. After this, well, episode, all I want to so. do is like, I just kind of want to dance around and like scream, so that no one really wants to hire <laughs> a guy to do that. Maybe you no, can be, be like a the, hype man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could be a hype man, like Flavor Flav. Like you know, yeah. or that you remember that guy in Mighty Mighty Boston? Right? Yeah, yeah, the Bostones guy. Sure, that just sure. danced around. You could do that. All right, I'll work on my dancing. Okay, so that was like do a key. You could like be the keyboard player and like jam out, going crazy behind there. You know, that'd be awesome. Oh, I'm sorry that that job is already taken. (laughs) Yeah, Scott's keyboard player. (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. No, Scott plays the keyboard. The dying ghost. Oh yeah, I I tried. I tried to play theremin at a at our reunion show, and it didn't. It it went okay. It was like (laughs) mixed mixed reviews. Mixed reviews reviews. from whom? Most people fell on the ground and started shivering because it sounded like a <laughs> sounded like a ghost coming after them. Oh, it's perfect. It's it's so good. Yeah. Well, let's talk record. about video games. Let's talk about video. Yeah, games. yeah. That was supposed to transition us to Life is Strange. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So obviously, the Reddit community has a ton of questions about Life is Strange, and uh, some of them were really, some of them were great. Some of them are, are you know, very broad. Um. And so here, the first one is from the Mouse Hunter, which is a great name. And it's sort of a, a general question, but it's a good one. It says, how are Max and you similar and different? Oh, wow. Um, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel like the only difference between us is that we don't really look that much alike. Although I did kind of look like her when I was younger. I had like shorter, dark hair um, yeah. when I was like 12 or 13. But the main difference is that I don't have any like superpowers. I can't, oh, I man. Can't, I, can't, I can't reverse time. <laughs> <laughs> and literally everything else besides that, I I totally relate to. It's almost wow. it's, it's really really uncanny, like everything down to you know for loving photography, being introverted and shy, and like having to come to terms with the fact that that, that you know I have to speak my mind or else like just stand back and you know let things happen and be a passive bystander like you know having to come to terms with the fact that you have a choice to either step in or do nothing and um and also uh especially with her relationship with chloe um where you know i feel like a lot of the time max is really really trying to like 
like trying to please Chloe and like convince Chloe that she's she is cool. Like I'm cool. Like I can do this. <laughs> Let me, like no, I know I'm not. I know I'm a little bit like cautious and but I'm cool. I'm still cool. And so I've had so many. I've had so many. Um, relationships and friendships in my life where I feel like I'm just like striving so hard to prove myself and like live up to this idealized uh, expectation that I think the other person has and right. I, I, I just I mean I relate to her to 100% wow. <laughs> just not the That's time really, traveling I have to say when I when I first when we first met at comic-con which feels like a million years ago at this point but we first met at comic-con it was very strange because I played life is strange through a bunch and um and just seeing you and talking with you, it, I felt like well, we had a, we had you on the show already, so I felt like I already knew you. But then I felt like I really knew you, and it was just so weird and so natural. Like, I, and honestly, it felt like I was kind of in a lot of ways talking to Max, just because you you do carry each other carry yourselves the the same. Like, it it was very kind of uncanny. So. Yeah, it was re- it was a really wild experience. It's still a really wild experience. Um, yeah. yeah. Stuff. Um, let's see. What's the next one? Thread of Fate uh, asks, uh, how has your life changed since playing Max? Has it opened any doors for you or um, are you getting recognized? Um, it's op- it's It completely changed. I mean, my, my life is entirely different now than it was um, before. Um, mainly just like because of my mindset. I, I, I've, I've been out in LA a long time and I've just like kind of, um, you know, been picking myself up failure after failure after failure like it's every time I would think that something was going to happen like I'd get a breakthrough it would just it would just drop and um and nothing would come of it or or I would go to someone else or um so I I I was like really down on myself and uh also like kind of ready to give up um but not able to give up because it's like an addiction um living out here and like playing the gambling you know, with your career, I guess. I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah, weird. It's yeah. like you got to pay to pay to play. Um, but uh, yeah, so after I after I experienced um, getting to get, I was given like a real job, like a, a lead in a, in a in a real game, uh, a real real job that lasted a long time. It was it was like it was all I had ever vo- hoped for. You know, right, in right. my my dreams of acting. So it like it really made me feel peace and relief. Like I hadn't wasted all this time um trying to like chase a pipe dream so it was it was really beneficial uh to me mentally um and then also uh yeah it just like beyond that everybody that is involved in this community blows my mind constantly they are so supportive and so kind and and they're so passionate about the game and about like helping each other and and creating this amazing tightly knit community of of people and they're so welcoming and so generous i just um i never thought in a million years that i would be involved in anything like anything like any of this it's like beyond anything i could ever imagine so um yeah my whole my whole it's totally different that's great (laughs) in every way in every way it's it's kind of um it's wild because with you know we've been following games for for a very long time and uh i think it is uh very awesome and also unusual to see a game sort of reach its 
completion or maybe like hit its peak and then but still continue to uh gain as much attention as yeah. this as this game does because a lot of games will you know go through sort of like a marketing hype and then people will be high on it for a while and then they kind of move on to the next thing and then you play something else or whatever but this game uh sort of has persisted over time which is very uh unique i think and um i think that you sort of being you know almost like an ambassador to this game for a lot of people is i think really awesome and very important so um like you know it's even evidenced by the fact that you're you know you're you're going out to play this game on a stream you know even though everybody else is already you know if you were going to play this game at this point you've probably already played it but there's you know th- there's still a demand to to see you do this and i think that that's really awesome thank you yeah uh let's see what was our next question oh lesser of two weevil asks and this is probably related to the earlier question in your mind do you think max and chloe see each other just as friends or as something more i think that um i think both this might sound a little weird, sound really weird, but I mean, if you think about like your deepest friendships, um, when you're, when you're that close to someone and you're that connected to someone, um, it's almost like there's, you always think about it. (laughs) Sorry. You know, you always think it's not like you're ever going to act on it or it's not even, it's not even that, that it's a, a, a real plausible thing, but, but it enters your mind, the thought of, whoa, am I in love with this person or are we just, are, are we just, uh, do I love this person or am I in love with this person? Mm-hmm, it, right, it's right. a very bl- blurry thing. And I, th- I definitely think there's a lot of that going on in, in their, in their friendship. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, I think they're a little bit more than friends. <laughs> yeah. People are really um, going to love that answer. <laughs> yeah. But at, but at the same time, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if they would be right together. Or like good for each other together in in that kind of re- relationship. I mean, let's um, face it, Chloe's a bit of a mess, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my opinion, and like Chloe would be like from a male perspective, if I, if I Chloe was my girlfriend, I'd be like, oh man, like I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> like, it would be rough. Yeah, but on the on she's the one incredible, hand, incredible, but it would be a rough, rough relationship. Maybe she would, maybe she would settle down, you know. But yeah. but but maybe not. <laughs> yeah. So. No, that's very true. Very true. That was a good question. Thank you. Who was that from? Lesser of Two Weevil. Good name. Very <laughs> yeah, good name. Absolutely. Um, so we have some general questions, and these are also from Reddit. And uh, the first one is from Leisure Force. It says, Hi, Hannah. Has all the positive feedback from your performance on Life is Strange helped you manage your anxiety and instill general confidence in your future projects? Wow, what a cool question. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. so, so much, like, to the point where, um, where, where it's, it's almost, like, it has the potential to almost be, like, a, a negative thing, because, um, I, I'll rely on it, uh, to, like, build, like, I'll hit a, I'll hit a really low point, and then I'll, and I'll be like, no, but, but don't forget, like, they, they said it was good and, <laughs> and it's okay. And you, you did a good job now, but, but you know, like, you, but I need to, I need to be able to, to, um, you know, not have to, not have to rely on, you know, outside things to, to feel, um, like I can do something, but, uh, cause I, I think that that can turn into 
something a little bit addictive, kind of like it's it can turn into a fear of like, well, what's going to happen when it's not good enough, or like right. what's mm. going to happen when somebody says something mean and I and I completely um, lose my mind. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of like a double edged sword. Um, it, it it makes me it, it, it entrances me. It makes me feel like like I like I could maybe do this, and then at the same time I'm like, oh god, oh god, I don't want to let anybody down. Or I don't know, it's hard, weird, it's, but I'm really thankful. It's it's really hard to put yourself out there, and you know, like unfortunately there there is good and bad, but um, you know, I think hopefully there's in in your case at least it seems like there's much more good than bad, so that's. Uh, really awesome. Uh, we had a couple of other questions, um, sort of like in this in this part of it, but uh, from from the Reddit community. But they all kind of lean towards the same thing, which is like people just want to know what are you doing next? Like, are you gonna people uh, the 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 Reddit community wants to know are you gonna do more music? Are you gonna do more uh, uh, TV and movie uh, like live acting or more in the video game world or? Um, uh, what was there was another question in there that I that I lost, but I think people just want to know like what do you what are you doing next? Do you have any projects that you can't talk about yet or anything like that? No, the Reddit community wants to know. Um, honestly, I'm I, I I'm I don't have a, I haven't booked a job. <laughs> like I've been auditioning for a lot of voice acting roles, um, and, and I haven't booked one or anything yet. I, I really hope I do. Um, I, it's honestly whatever happens next based on, is based on whatever um, job I actually get, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. um, but so there's more. It, uh, you said there was more. You know, you're working on more music as well, which I yes. think is really will really get uh, the listeners excited. I think people oh, are really definitely. really stoked to hear to hear more of your music. Uh, so that's that's awesome. Well, that's a good thing. It's also a good thing because the, the less acting I do, the more time I get to play music. Right, so it's yeah. kind of kind of nice. Yeah. So it's good. That's awesome. Well, Hannah, thank you so much. Where uh, can people find you on the social media? Um, well, it's just my name, Hannah Tell, and that's my username for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and then if you want to hear the album, you can just look look up my name on, on Bandcamp. Um, awesome. and I'll let you but listen to it. You're also on, uh, it's on like, uh, iTunes. Oh yeah. 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 iTunes and, um, and Spotify. Spotify. Uh, I, I saw it on the, um, it's on groove music, which is Microsoft's service now too. So it's, looks like it's getting pretty good distribution everywhere. If you have pretty much whatever you have, you should be able to, to get to it and listen to it. So we recommend awesome. that you do. Thank you. I hope you guys do. I hope you guys like it. Um, no, it's it was, really good. I'm not just saying that either. Like I, I was so yeah. happy that it was good because every once in a while we'll have guests on and they'll like come out with a new thing, and I'll like either play the new thing or watch the new thing. And I'll be like, oh gosh, uh, <laughs> this is going to be really hard for me to like fake my way like like through this for an episode. But I genuinely think your album is 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 awesome, and I think you are awesome. And I thank you for coming on your your third time. Thank you for for hanging out with us. It's always so oh, much fun. Thank you so much for having me. That You guys are so awesome and nice. I, 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 <laughs> any, anytime you want to chat, I'm so down. All right. Absolutely. We're going to hold you to that. Yeah. 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 Okay, for cool. Sure. Next so, week, Hannah Tell returns. <laughs> so, well, I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like writing songs and trying to package all these seats. Like I have to, I said I'm going to, anyway, I'm t- I made a mistake and like spent all the money that I was supposed to use to um 
to like hire a graphic designer and do all this stuff. So I ended up having to do it all. I spent it all trying to win this guy's affection. Long story. Uh. So now I'm having to design everything myself, and it, I'm still like trying to fix stuff. So yeah, anytime I'm you want to chat. This story. I'm not going to ask you <laughs> the story on the air, but I need to know like, was this man for purchase? Or <laughs> was oh, boy. No, he, was just, <laughs> he was just someone I'm in love with, and, and everybody. Uh, that's rough. <laughs> Yeah. So, but it's so it's you know it's it, it I got some really good songs out of it. There you but there go. wasn't so, um for this album like you didn't you didn't do like a crowdfund right a Kickstarter or anything you just you just made the album right. Mhm. I did and then I just um and then I just self released it uh um which was like on through Bandcamp they've been they've been such an a great site there because they're not confusing <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, that's like the only thing I was able to figure out how to do um. So yeah, Bandcamp yeah. is great. So this is this is the point that I wanted to make for our listeners or people that came to this interview because you like Hannah Tell and the mantra that we're going to repeat here is support local music because this album was not kickstarted and so if you're listening to it you should go and buy it yeah. to support Hannah that so that she can make more music. And we should say oh, no. we should say the name of the album again. We've only said it like once. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we keep, we keep talking about it like sort of roundabout, but it's called Hollow Glow. Uh, it's on Bandcamp and everywhere else where fine digital albums are sold. Yeah. And um, But go buy it on Bandcamp because I know for a fact that's probably where you're getting the most money back on it. That's so. a good point, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again, Hannah. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It was and so awesome. Good. Well, hopefully you come back again and uh, the door is always open. And here's the part where I plug us, guys. Okay. Uh, we are we are the Rated NA podcast. We've been around for uh, six years as of three days from now. Uh, so this is episode 247, and you guys can follow us on, twi- on Twitter, and that's uh, at NerdAppropriate on Twitter. We have a Twitch TV, Facebook, uh, what, everything? Just YouTube. Look up YouTube, Nerd- I YouTube, think it's like... Yeah, YouTube, a um, couple other things, Instagram. Just <laughs> look for NerdAppropriate on those things, and we are there. And we Fun fact, stuff on- you know what our most watched uh, episode is on YouTube? Because we're syndicating on YouTube now. Our most watched episode is the interview with Hannah Tell. It is. Oh, I think what? it is. What? Yeah, yeah. Our most our most watched YouTube video is. I looked it up today. Yeah, yeah, I looked it up oh today. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. It is super yeah. cool. But uh, thank you all so much for listening to the show and uh, come back next week for all new stuff. We have episode 250 coming up very very soon with some big surprises and all mm-hmm. sorts of shenanigans. They're so they're such big surprises. I don't even know what they are yet. <laughs> they're a surprise to all of us. <laughs> it's coming up fast, but we'll figure it out within the next two weeks that we have to figure it out. So, thank you guys so much, and we will see you later.
We don't this actually the part take... where we, yeah, we don't really take a break. We just oh, put some cool, break. cool music in there. It's a fake break in case unless, anyone unless has you, to. Unless you need the break. Fake break? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely. I'm good. 